Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of We're in Trouble Now, the podcast where you, the listener, just get to eavesdrop and see what it's like to have a conversation with my mom and I over this at our kitchen table. This week, we talk about the wizarding world of Harry Potter and all the crimes I'm going to commit um, in the game, in the game emphasis on there. After that, we talk about the weather and mom's weathering nerds. Uh, then we talk about, you know, growing up in an age of technology. We talk about time travel. We talk about traveling. We kind of paint the plate when it comes to a little bit of everything and everything in this episode. So thanks for tuning in. This is We're in Trouble Now, and thanks for listening. We're in, we're in, we're in trouble now. We're in trouble now. So there's this new Harry Potter video game coming out next week. Really? Yeah. yeah. And um, you can like choose what house you can like be put into. And you can also use, if I remember correctly, there's like three forbidden spells because you can like kill people with like your wand. That's why that one snake dude was always so mad. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to be bucking up that school. Are you going to be the slithery oh, guy? Oh, dude, I'm going to make was Voldemort. I'm going to make Voldemort look like a child's play. <laughs> like a punk ass bitch. I'm going to murder everybody. Are you going to go? Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So I was just going to ask you, are you going to be the house of Slytherin? Mm-hmm. You know, I always gravitate towards that one because it's the only house I remember. What do you mean? But you can't gravitate if that's the only one you remember. That's like, well, then what's your favorite color? Uh, and you're like blue because that's the only one I... Well, apparently I, I'm gravitating towards it okay. because otherwise I would remember the okay, other I'll say the, I'll say them out loud and you let me know which one stands Mungle out. So. Or Mungleen? Okay. Remember when I was like, I'll say it out loud? This wasn't like, this wasn't an ad lib. And this wasn't a chance for you to chime in with your Harry Potter all knowledge. All right, all right. So there's Slytherin. Yes. Okay. There's Gryffindor. Mm. There's Hufflepuff. That sounds too, 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 Hufflepuff sounds like they're not very strong. Okay. And then there's Ravenclaw. Ooh, that kind of sounds badass too. Be like, I will, I will challenge your slithering with my Ravenclaw. Okay. They're not like your superpower. That's oh. not, that's not how it, how it happens. That's well, not. But no, the slithery people, aren't they like kind of like on the more shady side? Yes. The Slytherin people are more on the shady side. So wouldn't the Ravenclaw, the... Because the huff and puff, that sounds kind of like, you know, it's like huffle puff, not <laughs> huff and puff. That sounds like a, like asthmatic wizard. <laughs> I was thinking we're like a bad trip in the sixties. Yeah. Like I'm going to do me some huff and puff. It could very well be. Okay. So that's out. Yeah. And then Gryffindorf. I don't know. They sound kind of Gryffindor. Gryffindorf. They sound kind of studious. Are those the ones that spend a lot of time in the library? That's like Harry Potter's. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. They're, they're a little bit too. Um, see, I was always. When I was in school, I was always that one kid that was looking for the easiest out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if I had to cheat off of somebody else's test, that's okay. just kind of what I did. And if if I were in Gryffindor, I think that that would... I don't understand where the... Gryffindor? It's Gryffindor. Okay, Gryffindor. I don't think that I would be very <laughs> popular in that little clutch of people. Yeah. Yeah. I could see me be me being more of a Ravenclaw. Yeah, I can see you being more Okay, so let me ask you this. Okay. Okay, I know Slytherin. There okay. was that one blonde guy. Yeah, kid. Draco Malfoy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Then Gryffindor. Yeah. There was Harry Potter and his friends. Mm-hmm. Um, Huffendorf. <laughs> How are you forgetting these names? Yeah. We were, just said was it. that was that Weasley's brothers? Were they in there? No, they were all all of Ron Weasley's family was in Gryffindor. So name me one Huffenpuffer. I don't know any. See? 
Well, now, why see? would I want to be in school where they just kind of blend in the background? So was there, do you know any Ravenclaws? Uh, yeah, I think there's like one. See, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, but I don't, I never read the books and I didn't care for the movies. So I don't care about the, the lineage of these, these. I think it's important. Is it? How? Yeah. Well, I just think it, you know, it's how we need to just, you know, kind of carry ourselves through society. What? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. I know. You didn't know about any of these houses until I told you. And even after I told you, you got them wrong. And then now you're fucking belittling me for not knowing what a character is in a show I don't care about. See, but I thought you liked the Harry Potter movies. I don't dislike them. But okay. I think the Lord of the Rings trilogy is better. Yeah. But Now, do you think the... Um, I was going to say, do you think the books are better, but you never read the, never read the Harry books. Potter books? I remember in the fourth grade, I was in the library at the elementary school and I opened up a page of Harry Potter and, and the Philosopher's Stone. Yeah. And I read the first page and it was about melted clocks. And I was like, no. Pass. No, I'm not going to read this hippie bullshit. Yeah. You know, it's really funny as Barbu was very adamant about um, Harry Potter being like not okay because of the witchcraft. Yeah. But she absolutely 100% endorsed the Lord of the Rings, mm. even though they had wizards and witchcraft or, mm. or like That's magic. That's totally different. That's apples and oranges. Really? Yeah. Because one's a witch and one's a wizard? Well, one takes place in a fictional world. Oh. Yeah. Well, isn't Harry Potter's world kind of fictional? I mean, it takes relevancy and like in more new world aspects. I mean, that would be like us jumping on the BART in San Francisco and ending up in a different universe. Okay. Uh, we are not in a psychedelic trip and Harry <laughs> Potter does not travel interdimensionally. He doesn't travel to other universes. These aren't like mystical. Yeah, but he does kind of. No. But then why he uses do... magic. He doesn't transport to like a different nebula. Oh. Uh, was it? Um, what's the name of the school? Um, Campus Witchy. Campus Witchy, you thought? <laughs> yeah. Um, um, what is the name of the school? I don't know. I don't have a phone on me. I think it's the Kids School of Witchery. Why do you Why do you make everything <laughs> such a long title? <laughs> because I mean, why does everything have the world's longest like school number forty two? Yeah. No. Um. Well, let's brainstorm this. Let's work. Let's workshop. Okay. It. So it's not Gryffindor because Gryffindor's the house. Yeah. Hogwarts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really good. Now, did, was it named after like a famous hog? Words? Was it named after somebody? Why would I? Would I know? Well, most schools are named after people. Name one. Okay, so name around okay. here they are at least. Like what? Um, Susan B. Anthony or the um, Susan B. Anthony. <laughs> no, Joan Sparkman. There you go. <laughs> Pulled that one out. <laughs> How did you lead with that? Because <laughs> I, 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 my mouth was moving and I was talking as my brain was frantically trying to come up with the right answer. Okay. So I don't know if Hogwarts is named after anybody. Okay. Yeah. I but bet I, you that. I bet you he's like a really famous, like super wizard. And he started a school like when his, when he passed away, his family made a school in his honor. It's very... <laughs> We could spice up. Guess. I know, but we could spice up Harry Potter way more. I'm going to be with my wand. I'm be fucking shit up. Now, um, do they blow up when you zap them? You know, this is gonna sound weird, but I've never played the game because it doesn't come out for another five days. But oh. I'll let you know. Can you let us know next week? How yeah, I'll be on. A, I'll get a cease and desist letter from J.K. Rowling to stop murdering everyone and on the video game. There's like there's a bunch of memes on TikToks and stuff, and it's like me the first like 
you know, 30 seconds of playing the game and it's like a typical like Harry Potter like intro. All of a sudden it's like cuts to like John Rambo with a machine gun. He's like, da, 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 da. now is this the first Harry Potter version of a game that actually has violence? I don't know. Oh my gosh. You know what? Come to the no. table with a little bit more information. No, next time. because no, I'm not going to fucking go do like this in-depth backlog <laughs> of a video game that I'm going to play because you have questions that aren't relevant. Well, I think it's extremely relevant. I, I'm sure. I mean, I know there's Harry Potter Lego games. See, that sounds very um, like something like maybe somebody younger than Liam would play, like a child. Well, this is going to come as a surprise to you, but the Harry Potter Lego game was designed for a child. See? Yeah. So. Yeah. So this new game that's coming out sounds a little bit more violent, like maybe like for teenagers <laughs> and above. <laughs> I would, You know what? I would agree with you that this game does sound like it could be for teenagers and above. Yeah, because I'm thinking that the same kid who's like building a Lego Harry Potter figure online isn't going to. You don't build a Harry Potter <laughs> Lego figure. It's not virtual Legos. Oh. What is it then? It's like... Oh, kind of like your little Lego character goes on adventures? Yes. Oh, that's cute. Why would you build Legos virtual? Like, I don't know. That would be a kind of cool game. You <laughs> click and drag, click and drag, and it builds, builds, builds. Go out and just buy Legos. Legos are expensive. Everything's expensive. Yeah, I know. I know. But yes, I want to I wanna choose Slytherin. Okay. And I'm going to be on some wanted posters. Now, are you going to be a person or a little snake? Well, I don't think you can control a snake, so I think I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to default to a person. <laughs> I think that'd can you be... imagine I load into a Harry Potter game and I just slither around? I'm in a terrain. <laughs> You'd be like this little snake, like that's. You know, let me just tell you the vision that I see. Okay. It's like a little snake, but you know how cobras go up a little I'm bit. Familiar with how cobras go okay. up a little bit. And then you're like, you look like a cobra, okay. and you're kind of like up a little bit, but you have a little wizard hat on. You'd be. Like, and I do what? What would I do? <laughs> I don't have arms. I don't have. A, I can't hold a wand, dude. You hold the wand with your mouth. <laughs> yeah, and you'd be like that, that, and you'd have to like, like, like throw your head at where you want your wand to go. He'd be like, wah, wah, wah. like that. You know, as as interesting as that concept sounds, I don't think that's how it's gonna happen. I think we could up this video game too. Not only so? we can, not only could we revamp the whole Harry Potter franchise, but I think that we could make this game a little a bit snake more. They could build Legos through a, on a computer game. Yeah. Now, were there any werewolves or anything in Harry Potter? Yeah. Were there vampires? I don't know. <sighs> I wonder. That's what um, the one teacher of the dark arts was. That's what he turned into. A wolf? A werewolf, yeah. Oh, wow. That's kind of weird. Why were they <laughs> Why is that weird? Just because it was. Did you know last night I watched, um, gosh, Black Adam? Okay. And it was kind of, um, do, you want to, do you want me to give you my review? I heard it's not good. No. But to me, it definitely, I felt that they were pulling like kind of like the mood and like the character. They were building characters around the Marvel characters. Because remember how... Yeah, they were kind of like, I think they ripped off Marvel. How? Because they had like one guy that got really big okay. and he reminded me of um, the one guy that got really big in that one Marvel movie. You know, the Ant-Man. Mm. Yeah, Ant he got Man. really big. Oh. It reminded me of that. Okay. But he was like a younger guy okay. and he kind of had like the Spider-Man kind of like attitude where he was just kind of stumbling around. You know how Spider-Man is kind of like, like, I'm a superhero, but I'm really young and I don't really know what I'm doing kind of vibe. <laughs> you know what well, i can't say I do. he had that okay oh. and then he had kind of like a romance and it i don't know that really did a um 
that really just kind of reminded me too much of the Avenger movies, but like the, the whole, romance reminded you of the Avenger movies. No, just like the whole character. How? Oh, and then one of the characters was like a total Dr. Strange character. In what way? He had magic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he did magic where Dr. Strange had his little, um, his little necklace. Mm-hmm. This guy had a helmet. And then, um, which kind of reminded me of the guy on X-Men. Okay. okay. And then, you know, in um, Captain America, you know how that one guy flies like a bird? Yeah. Well, they had that guy too, but it wasn't the same guy, but it was kind of like along that. So it reminded me a lot of the Marvel characters and then graphically reminded yeah. me a lot of the 300 movie. Okay. So There's a lot, of, a lot of words have been said. So yeah. counterpoint to that though, the yes. DC universe is also based off of comic books, much like how Marvel is. So it's not unheard of for the two to kind of have overlapping ideas. Yeah, I know. But I think on the movie that they were just kind of like, hey, you know what? I, I could see him in a room. They'd be like, hey, guys, how should we write this movie? And then the one guy who got to work late and wasn't really in the meeting, but yeah. he like snuck in the back. He's all like, hey, what about if we do it like the Avenger movies? Why does he sound like that? Because he's out of breath because he was late for the meeting oh, and he okay. ran up all the flight of stairs because the elevator didn't work. Why didn't the elevator work? They were um, had a power surge. They had a power surge, mm-hmm. so the elevator stopped, knocked, but, knocked but the, the meeting continued. Oh yeah, because it was a really, it was a really important meeting. Everybody okay. has flashlights on their phone. Oh okay. Yeah. And they could have done this outside. No. Oh no, because they didn't want anybody hearing their secret meeting movie meeting. They didn't want anybody, so they decided to hold it in the dark, and they yeah. were like, you know what, this can't wait. That's so, why they didn't see the guy come in late because it was dark. Oh okay. All right. So then he's all like, let's make it like the Marvel movie, and they're like, wow, that's a really good idea. Who said that? And he's like, I did. <laughs> and that's how the movie was. That was how the movie was made. But now, I don't understand how he came up with his name. I mean, was it just like, I think Adam's a really cool name? or? Well, I've never read the comic books, nor have I seen the movie. So I don't know. I think for somebody who has seen the movie would have more backlog, considering that I was supposed to know everything about Harry Potter. I think you should know a little bit more about Black Adam. I know nothing about it. And then the same this lady. This is such a double standard, by the way. <laughs> Welcome to my world. So the same lady who was on Suicide Squad, you know, the, the lady that wasn't very nice who like controlled everybody. What? From the control room. Oh, you're talking about um, she was on How to Get Away with Murder. Yeah. Um, oh, Viola Davis? Viola Davis, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, she was in there. Yeah. And so they kind of like. makes sense. Yeah. Because they took like the whole DC like Suicide Squad. Was she the same character? Yes. Which makes sense. It's a comic book. <laughs> This, it's the DC universe. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not, I'm not arguing that. So anyway, so <laughs> spoiler alert: if you haven't seen Black Adam, you know you might want to just turn the volume down a little. But anyway, so I didn't realize that this superhero is kind of like the antihero. Yes, he is the antihero. I did not know that. Well, so was the Suicide Squad. Oh, okay, yeah. And then what do you mean? Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with you. So. Um, she's all like, yeah, you know what? You better stay in your corner, mister. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, no, I'm going to do what I want. And then she's like, why do, why do they both sound like they're teenage girls? <laughs> Cause I'm making, you can't the- tell me what to do. Uh-huh. Uh-uh. <laughs> That's pretty much, I'm like spot on for this movie. Okay. So then 
he's all like, no, I'm going to do what I want. She's like, well, you better not. And he's like, you can't stop me. And she's like, yes, I can. And he's all like, I'm. Okay. Really- <laughs> <laughs> can we fast forward a little bit? I don't need to be part of the whole movie. No, I'm getting to the climax. Jesus so then she, he's all like, well, bring it on. Because she said something like, well, I got really tough friends. Yeah. Something along. Super I, I don't think like that was the exact line, but you know what I'm talking about. Sure. So he's like, well, bring them on. And she's like, oh, no. He's like, you can't. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's all like, you can't stop me. And she's like, I got people or I got friends that aren't of this world. Yes. And then it was like, do, do, do. And he's like, bring it on. And then she disappears kind of like because it was like a hologram. And all of a sudden, Superman shows up. Yes. There you go. That leads into Black Adam 2. Oh, my God. <laughs> What? Nothing. I just saved you two hours. I wasn't going to watch your regardless. Life. Yeah, I know. But now you can, like, if somebody, okay, let's just say you're in an emergency situation where you have to come up with some Black Adam trivia. Where would I be in an emergency situation? You're in a bank. I'm in a bank? <laughs> and it gets, yeah. And there's and, a power surge? No, it, it gets, uh, uh, it's uh, kind of scary, but it's there's a bank robbery. Okay. And they're only what going, am I doing at the bank? Am I working there? No, you're just depositing a check. So I have no skin in the game. No, but you're a hostage. Why am I a hostage? Because it's a bank takeover. A takeover? Oh yeah, they're serious. Okay. This is not this is not your average just bank robbery. Okay. So does he have something more than like gardening equipment? Um, yeah, I don't want to make it too violent. So And I can't. Apparently I'm knocked unconscious and I can't. No, you know what? It's no, they have okay, they have firearms, all right? Oh, but but they say, okay, if you can give me one good piece of Black Adam trivia, we will let you go. Shoot me. I just saved your life. <laughs> um, I mean, I mean, I mean, like, normally hostage situations, people like walk away anyway. I could have not seen the movie and still lived and been better off for it. Yeah, but you know what? You, you get out sooner and you get to go have lunch. I got nothing you, to do. Oh, yeah, try having you in a hostage situation while you're hungry. I know. That would be scary. The inside man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was watching this TikTok live last night. Okay. And um, it was an, it, it had to have been like an old news footage of a high speed chase, mm-hmm. but it was in LA. And this guy actually got, he um, got out of his car. He stole three cars, yeah. but um, they followed him and he like jumped into somebody's backyard and he actually went in through their back door, mm-hmm. which really scared me. So we need to start locking our back doors. Well, we have a 90 pound pit bull. So they had a very large pit bull too, who was like, and then what happened to the guy? Um, well, it was, um, I'm not, he had to have gotten caught, but it wasn't actually live. It was like a, like a fake live. Because what happened is is that he recorded it on his computer and then he was um, sure. he was streaming it live, but it wasn't really live. Because I went on to um, the ABC News um, <laughs> website and they was, was it during the day or night? Well, his whole like um, high speed chase at night. It wasn't at night. I mean, I was watching it at ten o'clock at night, and I'm like, dude, it is not dark. Or your video is not dark outside. Um, so. <laughs> Continue, please. So I'm not too sure what happened, but it was really kind of scary because the guy like walked, he like got into the back door Mm -hmm. and you could see him like going out the front door and he was fighting people 
that were in the house. Okay. So but, I would. Yeah. So he was fighting the dog. Yeah. There was like a big dog and a little dog. And um, he ended up stealing their work truck. Okay. And he almost ran over the little dog because the little dog was underneath the truck. Mm-hmm. But he almost ran over the guy too. But yeah. they were fighting him. So it was just kind of scary. It was, it was like, you know what? You're just sitting in your home and then somebody goes into the back door. So, yeah. You, for the record though, <laughs> we started this podcast. I had to get up and shut that back door. I know. I know. I know. Why and are then, you making the rules like like I'm the one that leaves every door open? You left that door is open all the time. Well, Andy likes fresh breeze. Oh, okay. Um, and... I don't know if you know, oh, you don't know this because I didn't tell you, but (laughs) (laughs) I got a bee out of the house yesterday. Okay. All by myself. Big, big day. Yeah. It was the slowest moving bee. Yeah. It was like, I don't need to know how the bee sounded. (laughs) No, it was like such a slow moving bee. I didn't even need to know about the bee. It was such a slow moving bee. I almost caught it midair. Okay. It was just kind of like lingering there but lingering lingering but it finally like landed against the window so i did the whole tupperware with the which tupperware the one that's in the washing machine okay yeah gross i don't trust you bees are clean though how are they clean their their whole job is to go to random flowers yeah how is that clean well they clean off the pollen before they put it on their little legs yeah that's not how that works at all and i want you to know that that's not how that works right (laughs) because the whole premise so offended the whole premise (laughs) of the bee going to the flower is to collect the nectar yeah which so you think it's dirty nectar no you think bees are dirty i'm saying that they're not clean bees are very clean have you ever seen a dirty bee yes you have not. Yeah, Brandon's a dirty bee. <laughs> yeah, he is. Oh my gosh, I somehow I ended up on some side of TikTok that it's like some channel that shows like really weird shit that happens in the subways of New York. What? Yeah. What do you mean? It's about as terrifying, terrifying as, yeah. What? P- there's rats in those subways. Mom, it's New York City. Yeah, there's I know. There's rats everywhere. But they're on the subway. I'm familiar. These rats are like, hey, let's just go downtown. What? Yeah, they get on the subway and they go downtown, Where but they th- like climb on people. Yes. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> I did not. You're the weirdest person I've ever met in my I life. I know in that. In what n- world did you not think there were rats in New York City? I know that there's rats in New York City. Okay. I just did not think that they went on the subway. Where did you, what, where did you think they were? Um, Below the subway? Below, so in the ground? Yeah, they're like tunneling rats. <laughs> okay, there's rats in San Francisco. Correct. I have never seen a rat in San Francisco. Wait, have you looked? Yes. If you Googled rat in San Francisco, you, nothing would come up? I No, I meant like when I'm there physically. Oh, uh, but you've never physically seen a rat in New York City. No, but I've never been. Mm. But apparently if I go on the subway, there's a good chance well, of no, me finding no, one. No, because now you have a warped sense of reality. Now you think New York's covered in rats when that's no, not No, I don't think so. I mean, I've, I've known that they've always had a rat population and they have cockroaches too. I mean, we have cockroaches here somewhere, not in my house. <laughs> <laughs> what 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 Nothing. <laughs> so i'm just saying i don't have this warped sense of like that but i mean i i just did not realize that there were rats on the subway that's what i'm trying to say i knew that there probably was rats in the station maybe mm. but not actually like commuting with the people <laughs> they're not it's not a nine to five rat race i mean who's to say that that could be that could be like a very uncommon thing. And that's why somebody recorded it. 
Well, yeah, no, apparently, according to this channel, it happens a lot because there's a lot of human rat encounter. And it's usually when what these... What sides of TikTok are you on? Are not a good side, apparently. And it's like when they're sleeping. I mean, they, they film a rat like walking up some guy's leg. Sure. And then he wakes up and there's like a rat on his shoulder and he just like shrugs it off like no big deal. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying, I mean, that's like pretty badass New Yorkness. Is it? Yeah. Be like, hey, I had a rat on my shoulder. And they'd be like, Psh. That happens to me like every other day. <laughs> you are a very interesting side on TikTok. Yeah. I just have a very interesting um, view of life. I would say so. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So do you want another episode of Lonnie Nerds Out on Weather? Sure. Okay. But I personally think, and I'm going to leave this up to you, we need an intro. Okay, that's it. No, that I said I'm leaving it up to you. You need no, to I'm make not going to come up with an intro for your fucking show that you just made up on the spot. I didn't make it up on the spot. I've been thinking about this one. Well, all I'm morning. not going to come up with an intro for you to, for your little gimmick. It's not a gimmick. It's really important. Okay. Who's the nerd? It's mom. Me. Mom and her weather. Whether you believe it or not. Ooh, that was good. Yeah. All right. So we had. Hold on. Oh my god. Now I have to find it. You know, this, there, there, every episode, there's one instance where there's just a lot of dead air for you trying but to you find something. you know what? And here's the thing. It mm. wouldn't be dead air if you had um, a little bit more of a, a presence. What? Yeah, you need to talk more. No. Yeah. Have you not found it yet? What are you Googling? Hold on. I'll just, I thought I pinned it to my notes, but apparently I did not. So I have it right here. Okay. So part of the United States was blasted by yet another Arctic... Um, Front. Okay. Very cold. Yes. And I never thought that this would happen because always, whenever I think about weather and like breaking records, mm -hmm. I, it's always like, well, back in 1842, this record was done. And very often, rarely do I see records being broken. We break all the time. I know. But anyway, this is <laughs> for, for drama's sake. We break all the time. There was like three this week. There was like four last month. Bull. Shit. What about with that heat wave in London when London was the hottest place in the world at that one moment? Yeah, but that was last year. <laughs> okay. So anyway, so when records break, it's always just very intriguing to me. And okay. we broke a record. Okay. And the record that we broke was the cold... Not we as in Temecula the, or California. No, just the United States. Okay. So um, th we broke the historic record of um, coldness. Coldness? Coldness. <laughs> what's... what's Temperatureness. Um, yep, I like that one better. Okay, so the um, record that was broken is historic Arctic outbreak crushes record in New England. I told you Idaho or Montana, but that was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I knew it was someplace that gets cold. And it was New England. Yeah. Nowhere close to each other, by no. the way. But it was in Mount Washington in New Hampshire, um, logged the U.S. coldest wind chill ever recorded at minus 108. Now, to me, that's just like I couldn't even um, imagine. I mean, would, wouldn't you just like instantly like freeze and die? Like, No, it's not the day after tomorrow. See, that's what I was envisioning. Like you step outside and you're like. No. Because there'd be way more news articles about people frozen solid. There's advisories that like knock outside, and yeah. I'm sure people may have lost their life due to it being so cold. Yeah. But people did not freeze in place like the day after tomorrow. Because it seems pretty cold. Yes. Okay. 
<laughs> I would reckon yes. A negative 108 wind chill factor is cold. Yeah. Now, do you think, I mean, how long do you think you could stay outside in something like that? It depends on how much clothing you have. Yeah. I don't think I would. Uh, yeah. You see, and that's just the whole thing. It's like people ask me all the time, would you live in, you know, anywhere else besides California? And I think all parts of the country are really beautiful. Yeah. It's just, I have to think like, I just don't know how well I would do in cold like that. Well, you're not outside. Like if it was 108 negative windshield factor, I reckon you would be inside. Yeah. But I mean, somebody has to go outside. And do what? What would you do outside? Well, I mean, the police still have to be police people and the fire department, if they get a call, they can't be like, yeah, it's a little cold, you know, I'm sure, they, but I'm sure they're weathered appropriately. Yeah. I'm just saying, I just don't know. You know, I like, First I of like, all, you, why would you put that? Like you'd put that out there. You're like, oh, well, you know, I don't know if I would do it. I'm like, okay, well. And you're like, well, police people and fire firefighters, but but like that scenario doesn't apply to you because you're no, not no, a no. Officer. I'm just saying because you're like, well, you just wouldn't go outside. But there are some people who, I mean, well, that, I was applying your situation. Oh, my situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I wouldn't. You'd go have outside. to cut wood with an axe. I would just burn the furniture in the house. What? No, because oh, yeah. they're all. It's got all that epoxy, and it's bad to breathe in. Oh. Um, I guess then I would just have like a little just prior. cut wood with an axe. What are you doing? But you have to go outside and get the wood. Well, that's why you do it before it gets freezing. That's oh. why you do it like in the summer and like right before it gets cold. Yeah, because Kimmy, um, my niece, she lives up in Washington, the Washington state. And <laughs> <laughs> well, they have a big old huge wood pile in their backyard. They do. They they get that. And then they actually have a wood burning stove in their house. I reckon they would. Yeah, because, you know, natural gas is very expensive these days. It is indeed. Yeah. So I was thinking... Part of the reasons why I did my little weather nerd segment mm -hmm. is because I was thinking about it this morning as I was getting all my facts together that <laughs> what facts you got most of them wrong when I told you about it yesterday, they were all wrong. But what I just read was correct. <laughs> What did you have to get in order? It took you, I told you, it took it you two minutes to find on air. <laughs> I told you it was 110 degrees below zero yeah, in, Montana, in Montana. And it was 108 wind chill factor in, in New England. New Hampshire. Well, New Hampshire is in New England. Correct. Yeah. So I was technically almost correct. You got none of that right. You didn't even say coldest correctly. I said coldest. I said temperatureness. Temperatureness. Yeah. Yes. So anyway, I was thinking about it because um, as we were tidying up that what my fascination is with weather. Yeah. And um, I was, and it's because that's what Papa and I always talked about. Yeah, it was your connecting factor. It was my connecting factor. Because I mean, we talked about football and we would talk about, you know, like auto racing and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I did that more just because he just liked to talk and I just like to listen to him talk. Sure. But I actually, his weather, um, I always enjoyed our weather conversations. Yeah. And then I started thinking, I'm like, well, I wonder why he was so obsessed with weather, why he liked it so much. And he was a farmer. Mm -hmm. So he had to know like when the cold was coming and all of that. Because mm -hmm. as a kid, I can remember him um, setting his alarm for every two hours and he would have to go change the um, heat on the flowers. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Because during the night. Yeah. Because if we had like a super freeze, um, because we lived in Encinitas and if it got below a certain like um, cold, he would have to turn the heater on to keep the flowers from freezing because yeah. he would lose his whole crop. But, um, and it, he did it in segments mm -hmm. and he couldn't keep it on for too, too long. So he would um, turn on the alarm two hours later, he'd go back and change the, um, really? the section. How mm -hmm. often did he do that? Well, we didn't have too many freezes, but I mean, I can remember him doing it um, in each house that we lived in. 
you know, both Cardiff and... Yeah. Um, but he had to go to the nursery? Yeah. 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 And he would go in the middle of the night and just change the, the boiler. Mm. Yeah, section. I mm-hmm. didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, which is kind of interesting because the greenhouses, um, they had the the plastic, mm-hmm. but the plastic would roll up. Yeah, when and it got cold? Well, it would roll up during, you know, like most of the time the temperature was the perfect temperature for the flowers. Okay. So he would just keep it rolled up. But during these um, like really cold times, they would unroll it so yeah. it was completely in. And then he would turn the heater on, you know, just to kind of keep that temperature a certain yeah. regulated in each of the greenhouses. Okay. And he had a lot of greenhouses. Yeah. So, yeah. So it was just, you know, it was just kind of like every time I, I see an interesting fact or something mm-hmm. like that, I was like, yeah, you know what? Papa would have been like totally all over this one. I could see that. Yeah. Well, that's kind of cool. Um, now, how did you come to that conclusion? It was just kind of like... Um, because sometimes I'm like, why am I so fascinated about weather? You know, yeah. what is it about weather that I just find so intriguing? Yeah. And then I, it kind of brought me back to those conversations that we used to have because, um, he would call me every morning with either I would call him or he would call me between eight thirty and nine every Sunday morning. Really? Yeah. Okay. He always waited for Barbu to go to church Yeah. because he just wanted just to have just some, just talk. He yeah. just wanted to, you know, kind of not have to worry about anything. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then every once in a while, it would be a little later in the day, but we spoke um, quite lengthy every Sunday. Okay. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Yeah, that was just kind of our time. And it, I'm trying to think of like when it started. Mm-hmm. And I think it really started like right after you were born. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 So, and I don't know what started it or how, but it just, it progressed and, you know, we did that every Sunday. I like that. Yeah, because otherwise, it's like sometimes you call him, I'd be like, hey, dad. He'd be like, here's your mother. I'm like, okay, bye, dad. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, never knew, you never knew what you were going to get when you called him. Mm-hmm. Do, you remember the, do you remember your Barbu and Papa's home phone number? Yeah. What is it? The one here? Mm-hmm. Um, it is 694. Wait, I remember the one in Cardiff and Encinitas. Oh, okay. And then this one was 3399? Mm-mm. Which, what, what was six, it? 6699. Oh, 6699. Yeah. 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 You know what's funny? Not really funny. It's crazy, huh? Yeah. I wouldn't remember that. Would have been, it used to be right there. Yeah. 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 Um, when every once in a while, when I tell Siri to like text you, mm-hmm. I'll be like, text Bob. And she'll be like, text mom. I'll be like, no, you You start bitch. crying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to drive. Yeah. I'll be like, my mom is gone. Yeah. I still have their phone number of my favorites. Yeah. yeah. 7759. I thought yeah. that's. Oh, yeah. 7, 7, yeah. 302 7759. Yeah. 7759. Yeah. 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 And then in Encinitas, it was 619 um, 753 Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you know people like in England have like 10 digits in their phone number? Really? Yeah. They got like two extra ones. You know what's really weird is to think like when you used to have to call somebody, you would actually have to call like an operator switchboard. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, put me through to 8942 Texas Wine down texas wind down <laughs> i don't know they had really weird yes the, you are right they did have switchboard operators isn't that cool mm-hmm. be like hold please i'll patch you through mm-hmm. yeah crazy how the times happen huh yeah you know what i mean now do you ever sometimes wish that times were slower than they way? are now i mean like when i was a kid um 
you called somebody, they weren't at home, you didn't talk to them. Yeah. You know, you didn't even leave a message. There was no answering machine when I was little. Mm-hmm. Either you either were there or they weren't. Or if you wanted to, um, you know, you, there was no texting. You had to write him a letter. Yeah. You know, and stuff like that. And it was just, I mean, I remember we had a milkman. Yeah. And he used to drop off milk at our front porch yeah. and well, stuff. They have like a milkman that. in England. Really? Mm-hmm. That's cool. And I remember um, Dr. Brass used to make house calls. Oh, really? I'm sure they do that like back east. I don't know. In the Midwest? I don't know. But it's just, it was just kind of like a slower time. And it's just. We're some, just more modernized now. There's, yeah. There's no downtime. No. And that's just the whole thing. It's it's like you send a text and if somebody doesn't respond to the text in like two minutes, you're like, oh. Really? I don't think that. It's a thing. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I don't care. And especially, well, especially like at work, Mm. you know, like um, when I was in escrow, Mm. somebody would send an email. If you didn't respond in like two minutes, they were like, oh, well, why didn't you respond? I'm like, well, yeah, yeah, I'm like, well, I have 50 before you, you know, or the lender would send loan docs and like five minutes later, it's like, well, why don't you have a, um, an appointment. I'm like, well, because I haven't even had a chance to print the loan docs yet, yet, you know? And to me, it just seemed like, like everything got faster. Sure. That's and with and with speed, um, people lost their patience. Sure. That's also understandable. You know? So I just was wondering, like, as because that's a that's a thing it's a it's a thing that you can't really compare because you really haven't had it any other way. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you ever sometimes wish that it were slower or are you Um No. No. I mean, there's times where I'm like, I wish I could like relax more and kind of kick my feet up, but not mm-hmm. so much like if I, I'm like, oh, I want to get a hold of Ari and I'm going to write him a letter and he lives in Hawaii. You know, I wouldn't hear from him for weeks. Well, let me ask you an, uh, mm-hmm. a question. Sure. Now you just said that sometimes you wish that you had the opportunity to relax more. Mm-hmm. Now, do you think it's technology or do you think it's just this immense amount of pressure that you put on yourself to always be busy? Uh, probably both. There's just always, there's more things to do now. Yeah. There's more things to kind of occupy your time versus like, you know, back in the day when you just had to do like that thing. And then once that thing was done, you can have like, I don't want to say free time, but you just, I feel like you had a little bit more luxury. I just think there's more steps now. You see, because I mean, and I'm trying to like look at this objectively and I'm mm-hmm. trying to like remember like the pop and barboo when I was a kid, let's yeah. just say in Cardiff, do I remember them ever having like, luxurious downtime and I truthfully I don't remember them ever having that I think well I think there's you know there's things that are difficult then than there aren't now like the modernization of things like you don't have to balance your checkbook anymore you don't have to worry about like if you missed a phone call or anything like that anymore but there are there are more things to do yeah you see the thing is is like I think that because with the modernization there you go Things took longer to do back then. Yeah. So, you know, what takes you five minutes now probably took you 30 minutes back then. Sure. So they didn't really have like, like that. I, you that, know, I'm just trying to say. That abundance of free time. Exactly. Yeah, that's fair. You know, yeah. which is, you know, it's kind of interesting to think like, you know, our stresses are, they had probably just as equal amount of stresses, mm. but just it's different, a different kinds. stressor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's understandable. Yeah. I don't think I would change it. I mean, there's times where I'm like, I wish I didn't have a cell phone. There's a lot of times I wish I didn't have a cell phone. Yeah. Like way back, like in the 60s and 70s when people just walked around, you know, with just, you know, the wallet, maybe like pen and paper or whatever, mm-hmm. and just kind of vibed. And I wish I didn't, I wish I wasn't so um, restricted to having a cell phone. And I, and I, and I regret the times where I'm like, when I miss my phone, 
they're like, oh, dude, I wish. Where's my phone? Oh, it's all the way in this other room. Like, I, it's like I'm I'm dependent on it. Yeah. And I and if, and if I had the luxury of having a flip phone, I would, because I'd never use it. And I wouldn't care about it. Right. See now, um, when you said that, I I'm trying to remember like what my grandmother carried in her purse. Yeah. And she always had those really cool, like structured purses with a snap. Yeah. But she would have um, a handkerchief. Yeah. You always carried a handkerchief. She would have her wallet, yeah. a compact, um, probably a pin, mm-hmm. uh, some candies, yeah. and lipstick, probably. Okay. That's um, nowhere different than what Barbu carried. Yeah. Barbu carried about the same thing. Yeah. And then when I, when I used to walk around, when I was a lot more active, like when I was at school and stuff, mm-hmm. and my daily thing would be like my cell phone, my wallet, and then I would carry a pen and paper. Like I'd carry a little notebook, and I loved it. Yeah, I wrote more things in my notebook than I did on my phone. See, that's really cool, and and I think that because sometimes, like when we go to have Starbucks and have like little meetings and mm-hmm. stuff, you always pull out your little notebook yeah. and, and pen, and I think that that's a really cool thing. Yeah, I like my notebook. Yeah, and I like writing in my notebook. But sometimes I also think sometimes too we get so wrapped up in like. Um, gosh, you know what? I wish that it were slower or I wish that, you know, there wasn't this and there wasn't that. I think every generation had its challenges mm-hmm. that sometimes instead of wishing that things were different, mm-hmm. maybe just kind of tweak the way they are now. I don't know. I think honestly, I think being a child in your generation was easier than being a child now. It has its ups and downs. I mean, yeah. I mean, I will, I, I mean, I will agree with you because I remember as a kid, mm-hmm. it seemed like I was allowed to be a kid longer. Yeah. You, you got know? to do more things. And... Well, it's like, for example, um, in the sixth grade, mm-hmm. now in the sixth grade in today's modern time, you're in junior high school yeah. and it's just a really hard time. I mean, it's a mean couple of grades because mm-hmm. you don't know if you're a kid, you don't know if you're a, a teenager, you don't yeah. know in this or that. In the sixth grade, I remember still having piggy tails and playing jacks. Yeah. You know, I was allowed to be a kid when I was in the sixth grade. Yeah. And so I think um, in that aspect, it's definitely was easier for my generation. Yeah. Well, also too, you didn't have social media. Mm -mm. You didn't have, you know, apps and messaging. And I just felt like, I don't know, I feel like it'd be harder to be a kid now. Well, I think that, you know, when truthfully, I think that um, 100% because I mean, it's, I, I remember the kids at school, especially, um, you know, well, pretty much all through middle school and high school. I mean, yeah. I got bullied yeah. uh, for, you know, I was always a little hairier than most. And, sure. you know, I was short and awkward and um, I couldn't imagine never being able to escape from that. Yeah. And like with social media yeah. and texting and, mm-hmm. and this and that, it's more like, you know, you just never get a break. Yeah. So I don't know if I'd give my kid a cell phone until like high school. That's not fair. I mean that you just, you mean, mm. I understand, mm. I understand the thinking behind it, but yeah. you're just going to make them just even more different. Yeah. But what then what age would you, be comfortable giving your kid a cell phone then? Well, I think that it would just depend on your child and, and the maturity level of your child. Yeah. And it, and if, when, and ever you did give your kid the cell phone, mm-hmm. hopefully you would have that sort of communication with your kid that you would, it would be almost like a shared account, you know, yeah, something like that. Because I know just handing your kid a phone and being like, have at there you it. Go. I don't think they'd have internet access. I'd give them definitely one of those like phones that are made for children. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, also too, I mean, you, you want to, again, you want to make sure that your kid doesn't sit there with a phone the size of a shoebox with two buttons. Yeah. You no, know. I would be okay with that. You would be okay with Or like a with... cup and, like two red cups and some string. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who does he need to talk to him? His best friend. See, the thing or is. her is, best friend. Like, okay, so let's just say you give your kid a, a cell phone and yeah. they want to have an Instagram account sure. or a TikTok or whatever. Sure. I personally think it should be a shared account. I think... Yeah, well, they, normally at times I, I feel like, I, I feel more comfortable like if I find somebody's Instagram, like a famous actor and they're younger, it's like managed by their parent. Yeah. You know, because there's a lot of, there's a lot of apps out there that are designed to like like i know snapchat's received a lot of controversy because yeah. it because it's uh, a really great way for older um Not predators mm-hmm. to solicit to younger people yeah and i and i don't want my kids subject to that no no and that's just the whole thing it's it's like um again i mean maybe i'm living in a fantasy world yeah. but um i just know that if it's such a fine line of parenting because you don't want them to feel different, mm-hmm. but you don't want to just feed them to the sharks exactly. either. Yeah. You know, there has to be some sort of like, well, I'll tell you what I'll do like the 300 thing. I'll send my kid into the woods. And the second he comes back with a, with a wolf, he can have a phone. I love it. Yeah. And you know what? And I mean, I'm not like a huge um, Kardashian fan, but mm-hmm. I know like um, Kim Kardashian and her oldest daughter, yeah. they have a shared account. That's fair. That's as they should. Yeah. You know, it's like whatever is put on there, it's, you know, they, they do it together. Yeah. And to me, something like that, I think is a, uh, you it's know. It's a cool bonding thing too. Yeah. You know what? It could be fun. You know, mm-hmm. you could do like, you know, little dances and like little makeup things. And to me, it's just, it, I would rather do something like that than just have your kid have its own, Yeah, you know. I don't know. I don't have a kid yet. You have a wife first. Eh. A couple of steps away. <laughs> a couple of steps. Yeah, but I just think in general, I mean, it's just such, I, again, even like when I was, um, when you were little, that mm-hmm. wasn't something that I had to deal you didn't with. You have to worry about because I didn't. I remember. I, I remember your first phone. Mm-hmm. We were. I was like. I don't know. I had been like eight or nine or something like mm-hmm. that. And I remember how big it was. And the yeah. battery was was like on the front of the phone. Yeah. On the flip. Yeah. It was huge. It was giant. And, it was only in black and white. There was no games. Mm-hmm. And it was just like. Well, I think there was like one game, and it was like that pong game. Uh no, before that too. Oh, I remember okay. though, there was one that was a black flip phone. And it's all, and you flipped it open. Oh, it was like a little bitty screen. Yeah, yeah. And that's where you dialed the phone. Mm-hmm. I remember how cool it, I remember watching movies as a kid, but like, oh my God, they have a phone in their car. Like imagine. Yeah. And it's crazy how fast technology has happened. They were saying, I saw this TikTok the other day too, that Cleopatra, the ruler of Egypt, was closer t- in time to the invention of the iPhone than she was the building of the pyramids. That, really? That's how old the pyramids are. Wow. That in terms of like, um, like a, like a timeline. Yeah. Cleopatra to the iPhone is shorter than Cleopatra to the building of the pyramids. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Do you ever stop and wonder, like, could you imagine like having a time machine and going back and seeing like how they actually did it or did what? The pyramids? Like build the pyramids or the Sphinx or, you know, Yeah, I don't know. It, to me, it's just sometimes that, there's that's where you'd go back into time. Yeah, I mean, if it depends. I mean, how many trips back in time do I get? I mean, do mm, I have unlimited time? Let's do let's do three. Three. No, two, two. That's gonna make it harder. Two. No, 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 three, three, three. Because I I'm, I've got two on my mind, and I want one more. Okay. Um. Truthfully, I've always. I don't know. I would probably go back to. Um, maybe New York back in the 1900s just to kind of when it's see. it's like getting built? Yeah. Okay. I'd probably do that. Um, 
probably what I would want to do is I would go to like maybe the Amazon before it became deforestized, you know, just to see it in its own beauty before it got um, maimed by humans. And then I would go to Vegas in the early 70s. Okay. And I'd hang out with Frank Sinatra. There you go. Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah. I would go back to like 1840 and wrestle Abraham Lincoln because he is a professional. He was a he was a wrestler in college, <laughs> so I want to wrestle Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, and then I want to go to like. Edo. I was thinking 1940s. And I'm like, um, dear, he was not alive no, in the 1940s. 18, 1840s. Okay, wrestle Abraham Lincoln, and then I'd like to go to like Edo, Japan, work with the samurai and stuff like that, Ooh. and maybe like fuck around with some swords and shit, and then. Um, Early 1900s, be a part of like the, um, like ex- the white explorers in Africa and see what it's like oh. before everyone, before they got colonized and, you know, kind of taken over. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. Or like the first person, or like back in like Magellan times when he like discovered, um, you know, like China and things like that. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, there's just, I mean, to me, it's like, and there's, it's just kind of weird. Like sometimes it's like, ah, you know what? We missed out on all the explorations and finding new Mm -hmm. things, but you know, they're finding new things, you know, they're still the bottom of the ocean. And you you got to witness the moon landing. Yeah. You know, like that's crazy to say. Yeah. I remember, I think I was like in the second grade. Yeah. Um, and I remember we would, um, the whole school would stop mm-hmm. and we had TVs in our class and we all sat down and each in our own respective classes and just watched, um, the news. Yeah. I remember when the world trade center got hit, mm-hmm. the principal made a little announcement and, um, was saying all this stuff and I remember watching it on, on the news there. Yeah. I remember, um, Drew's older brother, Eric, mm-hmm. he thought it was the Russians and he wanted to, he wanted to throw the janitor in jail. I thought the janitor was Russian. He was like, yeah, the janitor is probably a, a spy. He's pro- Yeah. You know, things like that. Well, remember our neighbors across the street um, mm-hmm. after 9-11? Yeah. They did, I mean, they. it was hard. It was really hard because, I mean, there was a lot of backlash towards mm-hmm. the the whole, and I want, I want to say this politically correct because sure. I don't want to be insensitive, but like the whole like, um, Muslim like mi- Middle religion. Eastern Middle Eastern mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and because um, they were our next door neighbors were from Afghanistan yeah and, and he the the dad actually volunteered to go to Afghanistan and was in, in, interpreted he was a badass you never yeah. knew that no he was super cool yeah, yeah he went and worked with the the United States Army yeah as an interpreter yeah yeah and but it was just really sad because I mean we knew them personally yeah. you but know? nothing bad ever happened though no, but I mean, it was just, it's just really sad how it's like when something like that happens, like Eric trying to throw the janitor, yeah, and janitor and all yeah. of a sudden it's like, you know, every single person. Yeah. Well, that look at the Japanese internment camps in World exactly. War II, you know? Yeah. Which is kind of crazy to think because it was not that long ago. 1944, mm-hmm. 1945. Yeah. You know? So that's why a lot of, that's, uh, that's why like statistically a lot of Japanese Americans like of present day like don't know very much Japanese because the parents that were in the internment camps didn't want that to kind of happen again so they never taught their kids Japanese oh wow yeah that's crazy crazy. yeah Yeah. so I was thinking about it and because Papa and Barbu had um really good friends there Tom and Bonnie Minamiti Mm -hmm. and um 
So her mother would have been in the um, internment, internment camp. Camps, and I remember she would come over and she would be, um, she would slice up some fresh sashimi. Mm-hmm. And sashimi? Yeah. So, yeah, no, she didn't speak any English. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it was just kind of like, you know. I'd like to go to Japan. Me too. I think that'd be really cool. I've only been in the airport, but it was really nice. Really? Yeah, it was cool. A lot of white people, though. See, now, here's the, here's a tough question, Robert, and it's mm. a really tough thing. I mean, it's like, you know, we sit here and we, every Sunday, and it's so cool, but we sit here every Sunday and we just say, I would love to do this and I would love to do that. Sure. I mean, do you really think, I mean, in all honesty, that any of this will transpire? I mean... What do you mean? I mean, do you think we'll ever go to Japan one day or do I'd you like ever... To. You know, it's I'd, nice to have It's nice to have dreams. Yeah. So sometimes I just, sometimes I get a little worried that sometimes we wish more than we actually act. What do and you mean? so, I mean, if it gets to the point or when it gets to the point where we are monetar- monetarily mm-hmm. sound, mm-hmm. I would really like to act upon these, um, these travel dreams. Okay. You know, I don't want to spend the rest of my life wishing mm-hmm. and then never doing. Okay. That's all. I, it's like a big fear of mine. That's understandable. Yeah. You know, cause it, I remember, I feel like I lost so much time drinking mm-hmm. that it's a, like very, it's very important that I act upon my, yeah my, my wants and desires. Yeah, cause I can see it. Well, especially like when it comes to sobriety or quitting your addiction, you're always like tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I can see how that line would always get dragged out a little farther. But I, I mean, I understand. I mean, I love traveling. Yeah. You know, I really don't mind. I can get an airplane for 10, 15, 20 hours. Yeah. So it doesn't bother me. Yeah. So it's really, it's more like what you say, once we're financially a little bit more lucrative mm-hmm. and we have the ability to like travel for two, three weeks at a time. Yeah, I don't care. See, and I think if that was the case, I mean, we could just, I really like our vet and mm-hmm. they have a boarding facility. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I would like to, you know, do something like that to where she's perfectly taken care yeah, of. She seems fine. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, I'm just saying it's like, sometimes I feel like in life, mm-hmm. um, I have like, wow, I really want to do this. And then I have things that I say, stop myself. Like, yeah. oh, I'd like to travel, but I have a dog. Yeah. Well, you know what? There's a whole lot of people that travel that have animals. Yeah. And Indy's perfectly fine. Yeah, she is. She's not medically dependent on anything. Yeah, she's a little fur tank. She's Yeah, she's very fine. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just saying mentally, I think that I have recovered a lot to where yeah. I no longer put those obstacles in front of me. Yeah. But I just really just, like I said, I just want to make sure that um, when I say I want to do something, I just don't stop myself. Totally. I support you. Thank you. Yeah. So you would have to travel with me. I'm okay with that. Somebody would have to. Yeah. And you know what? I was thinking about it, Robert. And it's like, I really appreciate the time that we spend together, but I never, I never want to feel like a burden. Mm. And truthfully, yesterday when I got my own B, I was so proud of myself because yeah. I know in the past I would have been like, Robert, there's a B, yeah. you know, just because... It's like muscle. It was like a muscle memory. Yeah. And I'm like, no, honey, you can get your own damn bee. You know? So I just want to say, I appreciate the time you spend with me because, Mm -hmm. and I'm really trying very hard to be like, you know what? I live on my own. Yeah. And so I'm going to be independent on my own. Yeah. Well, good for you. Yeah. Yeah. So that way, hopefully it takes, you know, a little pressure off you. (laughs) Maybe a little bit. Yeah. 
Well, do you want to tell me where to find us? Absolutely, I do. You can find Robert um, as Robert Robert Pike Pike on Instagram. He is on YouTube and TikTok as Sherbert. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you see him slithering around, zapping people in Harry Potter games. Yep. And I am across the board as gray hair and tattoos. We'd love to hear your comments. You can always uh, message me on Instagram. Um, if you have any suggestions or just general comments, let us know. All right. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye.